Hello again, Dory. Hello, Timothy. And hello to everybody that's listening. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Horror Night Movie Club, where we talk about everything good, bad, wonderful, awful, and everything in between when it comes to horror films. And this week's episode is our special episode. We are calling... It's that time again. <laughs> it's Comic-Con. Yep, it's our Comic-Con episode. Um, oh, wait, we can't call it Comic-Con anymore. We'll oh, get sued. I forgot. It's the Fan X, or the Salt Lake Fan X Comic Convention. Yes, because we don't want to get slapped with the cease and desist from yes. San Diego yes, Comic-Con. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And it was kind of funny, like, the joke throughout the whole event. We'll just call it the event. <laughs> it's easier. <clears throat> Fan X Salt Lake City convention. It's just a mouthful. Not a good mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, uh, why don't you start, Timothy? Because you were there all three days. I, I was. only went for two because oh. I can't handle it. And you got to admit, we had a blast. We always have a blast. It's, it's fun. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of people in my life look at me like I am an idiot, and why do you go there? Uh, because it's fun. Yes. And, and how many how many other people do you know that get to see like, somebody on TV and be like, oh yeah, I've met him. Yeah. I have his sig- I have his autograph. It's right over there. Yeah. It, it's in a case. And then you know what those people usually respond? I just don't care about those kinds of things. And I say, well, why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> because I do. <laughs> on that note, we we went. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday event because we are in Utah, so yep. no way so no to Sunday. do it on a Sunday. Um, I like Thursdays because it's there's not that many people. You mm-hmm. can go through Artist Alley. And it's not that crazy. However, not all of these celebrities and authors are there on a Thursday. True. So you, I always got to go on the Friday, and I, I I went the first year, I think, first two years on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, realized I can't do this anymore because, <laughs> you know, I just hate people. Yep. Um, so we went on Thursday. And you didn't dress up for Thursday, but I, I did. did. Not. I just had a Rocky Horror Picture Show t-shirt on because mm-hmm. I was going to meet some cast members from Rocky Horror, the original Rocky Horror. But what was your costume? Tell everybody. Oh, God, it was great. It was a hit. It, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't walk seven feet without hearing, hey, see that guy? He's dressed like Bob Ross. Yep. And all through when we were walking around, I would hear people say, Bob Ross, Bob Ross. Like if the real Bob Ross was there. Yeah. Back from the dead. Yeah. You should have done a zombie Bob Ross. I still have my wig and palette. Well done. I I can do that next year. Okay. It's good. It's a good costume. So that was fun. We yep. did see a couple other Bob Rosses. There was an angel Bob Ross. That was hysterical. Yes. Except he didn't have. Did was that the Bob Ross that had the beard? Wait, I that think one they did. All had the beard. The, well, there was one that didn't. Well, why were they Bob Ross? Because then? they were dumb and they lack attention to detail. Yeah, that's a very big detail. Yeah. It's not even a minor detail. I saw a Deadpool Bob Ross. I think I saw that. I that saw that was pretty damn good. I did see that. So. Um. Great costume. Thank you. You were a hit. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was better than last year's yellow leather jacket, Freddie Mercury. Well, I mean, I loved that. Yeah. I was a big fan, um, but I do love Freddie Mercury, so I think, well, what did we do when we first got there? Well, when we first got to Salt Lake, so we took the train down. We did take the train, and it's always interesting to take a train to the con. Mm-hmm. Because you hear really weird conversations, you see all kinds of great things. You see non-convention goers completely bewildered. Yes. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then you get asked, "What's happening?" Oh, it's you know the convention. It's it's the event. <laughs> it's the event. <laughs> um, and it, it's just funny to see everyone's reactions when you get on a train. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you, when I get on this train, I can already smell the con. Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible stench. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say that. Every geek comes out from mom's basement. And they haven't showered for like a month. Yeah. And their hair is all matted and they haven't changed their underwear. Ooh. And I was stuck behind a man on the escalator and I wanted to throw up. Oh, God, that's My face was like right in his butt range. And I was like, fuck, I'm walking right into the stench. (laughs) Like, it hit me before we even walked into the building. That is the one thing about the con that I will say is the stench. Yeah. And when I got home that first night, 
and I was going to bed, I couldn't get the smell out of my nose. I had to shower. Yeah. Oh yeah. I shower and scrub. And yeah. That's that's exactly yeah. what. Like I went through like half a bottle of um, body wash. Yeah. You got to wash the funk off. Yeah. Because it's thick. It's thick in the air. Yeah. But aside from that, it's a great time. <laughs> it is. It's a blast. But um, you know what I really loved? What? We went to Whiskey Street yes. for lunch before we headed over. Yes. And the waitress, well, first when we walked in, the doorman mm-hmm. took one look at me. And he's like, oh, my God, you look great. Yes. And I said, thank you. I really appreciate that. And then our waitress, when she got, like, when we sat down, she's like, oh, my God, you're Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. Everybody loves Bob Ross. I know. How could you not love Bob Ross? He was like America's sweetheart. Yeah. Um, you know what the front door guy told me? What's that? I couldn't find my ID. It was like falling in my purse. Mm-hmm. I finally was like, he, first he goes, well, I don't need it. And then I found it. He's like, okay, well, I need it. I was like, yeah, I know. And then he saw it. He goes, oh, I'm glad you found it. You don't even look your age. And I said, oh, you just made my whole day. <laughs> So, yes, that's what he told me. Awesome. But, yeah, it was great. You know, the restaurant staff was very pleased yep. with your costume choice. Excellent lunch. Oh, my God. If if you're listening and you haven't been to Whiskey Street, go. It's on Main yes. Street, 4th and Main? Or is fourth it 3rd and Main? Main? I don't know. It's, it's like between 3rd and 4th. It's right before Maxwell's. Yeah. But, oh, my God. It's just down the street from Cheers to You, yeah. the bar that I've been thrown out of on New Year's Eve. Awesome. Not, not my fault. Um, <laughs> but it was really good. And that whiskey really loosened me up to, mm-hmm. to walk into the smell and walk into the, the crowds of people because I don't like crowds of people. So why do I go to this convention? I don't know. Because celebrities and arts. Because it's the art. Honestly, it's the art. Um, it's great. It's a good time. Um, so we get to Comic-Con. Or, sorry, the event. The Fan X. The con Salt or the Lake event. Salt Lake Fan X Comic Convention. They can't sue me for saying the con or the event so it's gonna be either or anyway we walk into the event and the first person we go see is barry boswick asshole (laughs) and the fact that we got to call him an asshole i was kind of hesitant when you're like we can call him an asshole to his face and i was like i don't know you think he's okay with that? How could he not be? It's I don't know. It, it's a staple now of who he is. It I is mean, a staple of who he is, but I was like, I don't know. But then we got to call him an asshole, and it was great, and he played along. Yep. And what a delightful man. Oh, my God. I want Ooh. him to be my uncle. I want him to be my boyfriend. <laughs> he was well, he's, handsome. He's old enough you can call him daddy. Oh, my God. Stop that. <laughs> not not daddy issues i have a wonderful father (laughs) and it's not a weird relationship but he was striking i think he's better looking now than when he was younger you know i'm gonna have to agree with you on that yeah the silver hair and the goatee and the blue blue eyes oh yeah it's the silver hair and the blue eyes and he is just he's an old silver fox Mm -hmm. that one uh, yeah he was really nice and i like it when you can talk to them and I, you know, I never know what to say. I could actually speak to him, which I think, who couldn't I speak to? It was Bruce Campbell. Well, but I did get to talk to Bruce Campbell for like a second. Yeah. I finally got words out, but I oh, didn't know what to uh, say. Oh, it was the Duke boys. Oh, yeah. 16. It was, it was Bo and Luke Duke. Yeah. I don't know why I couldn't say anything. Because you always, because deep down inside, you always wanted to be part of that Duke sandwich. I, that's what I told you when I saw it. I was like, I've always wanted to be in the middle of a Duke boy sandwich. <laughs> and I think the reality of actually being in the middle of a Duke boy sandwich, it just threw me off. It, it's, I didn't know what to do with myself. But I was talking to Barry Boswick, and I said, the first thing I could think of, which is generic, which I'm sure he hears all the time, I said, is this your first time in Utah? <laughs> And he says, no, actually, my son went to school in Provo. And my first thought was, Barry the Mormon? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a university, Brigham Young University. Oh, yeah. And that is a big Mormon university. If you're not Mormon, you don't get in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you play football. <laughs> Unless you're really good at football. Well, they might well there's the also, um, what's the other college down there? UVU. UVU, yes. And just down the road in Orem. Yeah. But... He's like, yes, my son went to school in Provo, and I was, I had for a minute thought, oh, he's of the faith, of the predominant faith of Utah. And then he's like, he went to a boarding school. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
He goes, it was for bad kids. <laughs> and I said, oh, did it work? He goes, yes. It's straight. He straightened up, and he's going to UCLA now. And I said, okay, well, that's a good thing. And then you proceeded to tell him that we loved him in American Badass. FDR, FDR American, American Badass. Badass. And when we recorded our drunk episode, the lost drunk episode, Yep. Because we were that drunk. I, well, yes. I still don't remember that night, to tell you the I truth. I don't. I remember starting to drink. Mm-hmm. You put on your Charles Dickens night shirt. Yep. And we kept drinking and drinking. And I was like, I'm not drunk yet. I got to get drunk. And then the next thing I remember is watching FDR American Badass. And I don't remember much of it, but I, what I saw I liked, so I have to revisit it. And that is all I remember. Waking up and I wanted to die. Yeah. Because I was so fucking hungover. My drive home was horrible. I bet it was. I'm so glad I didn't have to drive. Oh, I Ooh. was I was in hell. So that's a great movie. And we told him about it. Yep. And then you got a selfie with him. I got a selfie we with him. We both got autographs. Yes. Yours said, damn it, Dory. I love you. <laughs> and mine said, Timothy, don't dream it, be it. Exactly. And when I saw it, I was like, <clears throat> Yeah, and he was actually impressed by the photos we picked, because they always have their gloss. Oh, that was my neighbor. Oh. No. I alarmed. I was alarmed. But they always have their glossies to choose from. And Tim chose this really great photo of him uh from the floor show of rocky horror and it's just kind of like a dreamy looking photo Mm -hmm. and i picked the one it was behind the scenes they had just filmed the floor scene and it's tim curry susan sarandon barry boswick and uh little nell excuse me and they're all in robes and they have beverages and there you can tell they just worked at that thing like no one's business and they're exhausted <laughs> and they're all cheersing the camera and i was like i need that one in my life <laughs> and he said you guys you guys picked really good photos they're not like really popular they're, they're kind of behind the scene photos and we're like yes we know barry we can i say <laughs> can i say we're uh devoted we are devoted hopelessly devoted yep to barry <laughs> so after barry i think we went we, we did meatloaf we did, oh yes we did meatloaf which he looks anemic he doesn't look very good he doesn't i mean the thinning hair the pale skin yeah. um you could definitely tell that he's lost more weight yeah i mean he's he's starting to get the old man jowls mm-hmm. you know and the thing is for some reason well obviously for obvious reasons i thought he was a big man back in the 70s he was yeah i thought he was as tall as barry boswick because barry boswick was like six two or something yeah he was huge yeah but he's only like five six five seven i didn't know that i thought he was taller and like obviously he was very full and robust back in the day Mm -hmm. and he was just this frail little man in his cane yeah and when we were with barry boswick he came out and he was like he came out and was talking to the people in his line was like hey pick these photos and it was just really great he was really nice. Mm-hmm. He obviously had a hard time hearing because he couldn't hear anything I said. So, <laughs> why well, I am a mumbler, so that might be it as well. Uh, but he was very pleasant. Mm-hmm. He was a very sweet man. And did you notice the next day he was taking selfies? Oh, he was? Yeah, because when we saw him on Thursday, he had a sign that said he can do autographs, but he's not doing selfies. Oh, son of a so bitch. So he started doing selfies. I think he realized, well, fuck, Barry Boss was bringing in all the money for selfies. I better do this shit. <laughs> if so, he gets a selfie, I want a selfie too. That's not fair. I know. So I he he jumped on the selfie board by day two, um, but he was very pleasant. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed me loaf, and of course I had to get him to sign an Eddie photo because Eddie is one of my favorite characters. Well, you dress up like Eddie every well, not every <laughs> not year, not every but, year, but uh, he's one of my favorites to dress up as. And speaking of which, your Eddie is fucking awesome thank you thank you i do my best you do it I, well. i'm very proud of my eddie <laughs> i'm not proud of a lot of things in my life but i'm proud of my eddie <laughs> i can say that uh after we saw meatloaf we walked over to freddie prince jr yes and i was so stoked to meet him and i was so stoked that he wasn't an asshole yeah he was also very pleasant yeah he was very chatty the only <laughs> the only thing that i didn't like about freddie prince jr was the um glossy pics that he had I don't remember seeing. Oh what my they god, were. they were so fucking gay. What? Okay. Like there was seriously Is that one PC Timothy. Probably not. What? 
did they look like? Well, there was one of him dressed up as Fred, as Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Like, turned to the side, his arms folded, and he was looking at the camera. Well, that's a Fred pose. And then there was another pic that was there of him, like, doing, like, an action scene. Like, he was, like, trying to run, like, still sort of thing. And, like, Scooby-Doo was right next to him. And he was like, oh, in the, in the pic. Mm-hmm. And then he had a lot of, like, the... um. Because he does voice acting now. Yeah. And he does the voice acting for um, the Star Wars Rebels oh, animation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's actually a really good series. If you haven't watched it, watch it. I'm going to take your word it's, for it. It's very detailed, very depth. I mean, just, just great. But he had those stills as well. I was like, God, these are all kind of gay. Uh, which is the least gay? And so I was looking around. Stop saying that. Well, the... I could only find the one picture that I wanted. Because I wanted something for, like, She's All That or mm-hmm. um, the one that he did with, I just forgot her name, Julia Stiles. I can't remember I the name know. of the movie right now. Ten Things I Hate About You? I don't know. No. That was Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the picture that I got of him, he's got, like, a stubble beard. He's got a red hoodie pulled over over his face so you can kind of see like a little bit of his kind of like a bad boy dangerous type of look mm-hmm. and on the side it says freddy and right in the middle of the d's is a butterfly oh. i was like don't say that again I'm, I'm not saying it again that's not allowed anymore but it was the um you're gonna get some fucking hate mail <laughs> the least um effeminate picture yes yeah that's that's a better phrase you know what you're describing to me? Have you ever seen those old photos of Leonardo DiCaprio? And they're silly. Mm-hmm. They're just the most ridiculous photos. Like, he's got that shell to his ear. And mm-hmm. they're so ridiculous. And I would think he would have more stylized photos. Like, uh, I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. But they just seem kind of cheesy. Yeah. Cheesy is the right word. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you for correcting me. I don't want anyone to murder you okay. and pro- protest outside your house. So, <laughs> you're welcome. But man, he was just pleasant. He was. He was delightful. And one hell of a handshake on that guy. Yeah, he had an excellent handshake. He was very nice. Mm-hmm. He was very skinny. Yeah. I was alarmed at how skinny he was. I'm like, are you sick? <laughs> I didn't tell him that, but he looked like... I was shocked mm-hmm. by how skinny he was. Yeah. So was I a little bit. Because I, I don't, I don't know if I've seen a lot of his movies. I mean, I know who he is, obviously, but I don't think he was ever that skinny. Mm-hmm. So and <laughs> so when my sister saw him, because she came the next day, she goes, "Oh my gosh, he is skinny." She goes, "He's probably a vegan." <laughs> No, I'm going to get hate mail from the vegan. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? That's, I'm like, that's probably accurate. Yeah. But yeah, he looked really skinny. And he was kind of pale as well. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like meatloaf. But yeah. he still looked, he was very handsome. Um, but he just looked like a pale vegan. <laughs> so I forgot to tell you that. That when she saw him, he did that. Oh, that's great. So then after Freddie Prince Jr. and his fantastic handshake. Mm-hmm. Where did we venture? I think after that, we just went down to... Um, Artist Row. Yeah, we went down to Artist Row, picked up some prints, found a few things. We went to panels that day, too, didn't we? We went to the yeah. one for Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Which was good, because I just love Rocky Horror. Oh, how can you not? Uh, we went to that one for that new amusement... Not amusement Oh, for park, um, Evermore. Park. Yes, Evermore. Which looks fantastic. I can't wait to go if you are in this area... And what the shit is happening in my house? Sorry, there's all kinds of crazy noises. Your house is but haunted. I know. Not probably like giant rats in the walls. Let's be honest. Um, you, you live next to Wilford or Willard. <laughs> oh, stop that! <laughs> we don't want to have a repeat of the fall of 2015. I remember that vividly. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, <laughs> we went to that panel. It's for the the theme park Evermore. If you are in the Utah area, it's going to be in. Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. It's Pleasant going to be Grove, yep, Utah County out there, and it's there's no park. I mean, there's no rides, so it's not like Lagoon or Disneyland where they have huge, fantastical rides. It's just like a themed, a theme, 
park. Mm-hmm. And it's like magical lore and fairies and goblins and demons. and Victorian era. Victorian era. I know in the fall season they're saying that the theme for the fall is lore. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, a world they call lore. And in the day, of course, they're going to have it kid-friendly so they can enjoy it. But at night it turns into... Evil. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so they're gonna have like demons and stuff. Murder most foul. Exactly. Murder. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to my favorite murder, but I love that. What the shit is happening? It's murder in the walls. It, it's rap murder in the That's, walls. It's nothing. You're not hearing anything. It's the man I block into my walls. <laughs> um, oh, come on, dude. Who knows Morse code nowadays? <laughs> Nobody. Really? So it looks really fun. And I think it, during Christmas, they do it at Victorian Christmas Village. And then in the spring, it's more like a Shakespearean Midsummer's, Midsummer's Night. Oh, I can't even think of that play. <laughs> a Midsummer Night's Dream? Yes, Midsummer Night's Dream. It's like that kind of world. It looks really fun. Like I said, they're just starting it. And I remember the first time you and I went to the con together. And they had their big display there. And I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're creating a theme park. And that was like... Four, Four five years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Five years ago. Yeah. Four years ago. Anyway, I thought, this is a great idea. And they were talking to us about the big grandiose idea they had. And then we went back the next year, and they were still there, but there was no park. And, you know, I kept thinking, you know, I don't think this is really going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept thinking, that's a lot of money and a lot of funding that they're going to need. And it just doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. And here we are. It's finally opening September 20th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really here. I'm really excited. I'm hoping in the years, you know, we got to give them a break the first few years that they're open. Oh, yeah. there's They're going to have to beta test the first couple yeah. of years. And- so I'm hoping they bring in some rides because people love that shit. Yeah. Also, I'm okay without the rides anymore because I'm old. Well, it was supposed to be, what, 20 acres? Something like that? Something like that. How yeah. big is Disneyland? Huge. More than 20 acres. Oh, it's like 150 acres. Do they have room to expand wherever more is? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well. I hope so. If you're in the area, go check it out. One of the, um, I mean, because we saw all the behind the scenes of them creating the characters and the, the wardrobe and mm-hmm. the makeup, and then they do the landscaping, and it's there's a lot of work, a lot of imagination. Hopefully it's a success. I hope it's a success for everyone's benefit. Um... Someone in the audience actually asked a question because I can't remember the the man who's bringing it to life. His it was his idea. They're like, "How did they bankroll this whole thing?" I'm like, "Really? You fucking just asked that? Like, mm-hmm. that's rude." And they said, "Well, like Walt Disney himself, he funded it. This is like his whole life. Everything he has is in this park. So I hope that it it goes well. I'm excited to go. Looking forward to it." Um, they're going to have theme parties, which that should be interesting. Yep. Like masquerade balls and fucking pirates and shit. If they do a masquerade ball, we should go. We are totally going. Because that would be fucking yeah, we amazing. Are totally going. Um, so I'm really excited. It's happening. One of the head makeup artists and special effects artists that's going to be there is Logan. Why can't I remember his last name? He was in a couple of seasons of Face Off, that special effects makeup show on mm-hmm. Sci-Fi. Um, so that's really exciting because he always had really great work, and he was there on the panel. And this should be a good thing. I'm excited. So go to Evermore, support them, help you know Utah and their tourism. Yep. Boost our economy. <laughs> it helps. Anyway, enough with economics. Yep. So um, that was that was day one. Yes. Day two. Yes. Um, started off with a bit of a hiccup for me. What happened? I woke up early, uh-huh. brushed my teeth, yeah. got my 10th doctor doctor or 10th doctor cosplay. Uh-huh. I hauled ass to the train station. I jumped on the train. Work texted me because there was an issue that had to be resolved. And it's like, well, I'm on the train. I really can't do anything right now. Um, I'm off for the next two more days. Let's figure this out on Monday. And I'm, you know, this is like 8 o'clock when I jumped on the train when I was going to Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping on the train. I'm thinking, okay, the event starts at 11. For, or no, wait, I thought on Friday it started at 10, so the doors opened at 9. 
I got my Friday and Saturday confused. Doors opened Friday at 11, mm. not 10 o'clock. So here I am on the 8 a.m. train going down to Salt Lake. Oh, no, fuck. What am I going to do for an hour? Go have coffee? Yeah, that's what I did. Where'd you go? Starbucks. Okay. Yeah, it's right down the street. <sighs> well, sorry. Yeah. But Friday morning, mm-hmm. like everybody was already lined up before the doors opened. And as soon as the doors opened, I started booking it to David Tennant's booth down at Celebrity Row. Yeah. Because I would be damned if I was going to miss David Tennant. He I is know. my doctor. I love that man. Broadchurch was fantastic. When he p- played Kilgrave in Jessica Jones, he, I mean, it was so well done and just wonderful. So here I am. I'm pushing and hauling and just boom, tractor beamed all the way to David Tennant. And I'm almost there, and I'm almost there, and I ran into this guy. I'm, oh, shit, I'm sorry. What? You ready for this? Yes! I ran into Lou Ferrigno's shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) You ran into the fucking hole? I didn't even see him. (laughs) Wait, where were you? You know, um, okay, where there's... There was the first row of celebrities, uh-huh. and then they had that open space with the double doors to go to the outside, Okay. and then they had the other row there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was right there. He was coming out of that little alleyway right there. He was just walking, minding his own. Walking to his booth across yeah. the way. Yeah, I didn't even see him because I was so, like, dead David set. David Tennant on the mind. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I ran right into his shoulder. I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. You? And he just went... It's okay. <laughs> and he just walked off. And it was like, son of a... Son of a bitch. You just ran into the fucking hole, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. That's awesome. Yeah. And then um, David Tennant's line was a bit of a... What happened? A clusterfuck. It was a disaster. Shit wasn't... They didn't have their shit together this year. Well, this is what happened with David Tennant. Because, you know, any other celebrity, you walked up and you're like, hey, can I get this picture? Sure, absolutely. Oh, you have a VIP pass. Oh, you can go to the top of the queue over here. Mm -hmm. You know? For David Tennant, you had to buy a ticket to get in the line. You had to buy a ticket to get in line? Isn't Mm -hmm. that the fucking... Exactly. Autograph and your VIP pass Mm -hmm. before? Uh-huh. How much was the ticket? It was 100 Are you fucking kidding me? No. What? Yeah, it was 100 bucks for the ticket. But, but does that include? But that included the autograph. Okay, well then I. However, okay. if it was just the autograph, just David Tennant. But if you wanted a specialized autograph, which had your name on yeah. it, that was a hundred and fifty dollars. Holy fucking Christ! Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, I s- swear to God. And the way they had it set up, the people that already bought and apparently could buy these tickets online beforehand, I didn't know that. So I went up to you know, the queue, and security stopped me and said, do you have a ticket? And I was like, no, I didn't know I needed one. And like, oh, yeah, the ticket booth is right behind us here. You've got to get in this line here. That's for the VIPs. The gold and the GA are over here. So instead of letting the VIPs go first because, you know, we fucking paid for that privilege. Right. They would take two from the VIP, two from the gold GA at a time. Two from the VIP, two from the GA gold, which is fair. You know, frustrating, but it's fair. Right. The only problem with that was people were just walking up to the table where they're actually selling the tickets, just walking up out of nowhere, being like, oh, hey, can I get a ticket to see David Tennant? Cool. Thanks. And go walk in the queue. And when they brought it up to security, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll get somebody on it. It's like, no, how about you just take care of that right now? Oh. So, so that, that sucked. But But you got to meet David Tennant. I got to meet David Tennant. I got my signature, got my autograph, and I went to go shake his hand, and he saw my square encompasses, and he went, Oh, you're a Freemason. Ah, my grandfather was a Freemason as well. I served an officer sitting in his lodge. What lodge you belong to? Oh, awesome. Do any charity work this year? Oh, what is that? Books for bikes. And I told him all about it. He's like, Oh, that sounds wonderful. It's great, man. Hey, it was great to meet you. Take care now. Oh my god, you just gave me chills. I was like, David Tennant's a pleasant guy and he's not an asshole. I Yay! Know! Oh! 
That's what you want to happen yes. when you meet your yeah. people. And then, like, as I was in the queue waiting to get my ticket for David Tennant, Jeff Goldblum came out. Oh, shit. And he was right in the corner there. Yeah. And the way they had it set up, oh my god, I am so happy I didn't sit through his line. Yeah. That was a fucking joke. Yeah. Because they had the ticket holders. Mm-hmm. Who were fucking assholes. And then they had the, the backup queue for tickets. And then they had the backup, backup queue for tickets. And I, got, I went through David Tennant's line in about roughly 20, 25 minutes. And I went and walked around, you know, Celebrity Row. I went down to Artist Alley. They actually had a haberdashery at con- or at the event this year, like a proper gentleman's habitat. I bought a new um, shave bowl. Oh, I think I saw them. Are they the ones that are local? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, yeah. I got their card. Yeah. Well, if you still have it, let me borrow it because I need to find their website. Okay. I will see if I have it. I don't know if I do. Okay. It might be my purse. Okay. Um, I did not know about Lou Ferrigno. Uh, I imagined Jeff Goldblum's his autograph lines, his photo ops was gonna be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't even bother. <clears throat> and I know his autographs, not personalized, were a hundred. Um, but I just did not want. I didn't want to wait in that line. Well, I went and walked around for about an hour and a half, and when I came back, that backup backup queue mm-hmm. still hadn't moved. Oh, yeah, I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but you went to his panel, though, didn't you? Huh, that was a clusterfuck. Really? Yes. So I knew his panel, it was going to be a bitch to get in because I didn't have VIP this year. Because I wasn't going to go. <laughs> because I was like, no, 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 I spent too much money. I'm going on a trip next year. I better save it for my trip. And then they announced Paul Rubens was coming. Mm-hmm. And I have waited all my life to meet Pee Wee Herman. That motherfucker canceled it the week before. The day before. Was it the day before? He, the day before. He They announced on Tuesday of that week that he wasn't going. Yeah. I was really pissed. I don't blame you. I was so pissed. Anyway, we go... Uh, his panel was at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm, because Tenants was at 3. Tenants was at 3. So I told my sister, I said... We need to go get in his panel, like, by four, before 3 o'clock. I said, they won't let us really get in line line because they're still going to be lining up for David Tennant. But um, we probably got there around 2.30. Mm-hmm. And the fucking panel was at 4. So we went to the gigantic fucking David Tennant line because Lucy Lawless was in her panel at that moment. I went to the huge clusterfuck mob of people that was a David Tennant GA line we're all the way in the back with this mob I mean there was a shit ton of people and then they let the VIP in to David Tennant and then they started letting GA in and they just opened the doors and people were like fucking bum rushing in Mm -hmm. and I'm like as much as I want to see David Tennant as well I know I'm not going to get in so we made it all the way to the front. Not to the... Well, yeah, we were at the front, and there were still, I don't know how many, the hordes of people behind us. And they closed doors, and we're like, we're done. We can't see any more people. Wow. And little by little, they would let one person in, one person in. And then it was like the angry villagers in Frankenstein <laughs> fucking behind me. And there was a man who goes, I came just for David Tennant, and you're not letting me in. You're ruining my whole day. And... I'm like, oh, God, you should have got here early, motherfucker, if you mm-hmm. knew. you. And that's why I got there as early as I did for Jeff Goldblum. Um, and the reason I didn't go to David Tennant, because I didn't think they would let us stay in mm-hmm. for Jeff Goldblum. I thought they would kick us out again and make us go to the... the and at that point, getting out of David Tennant and going to Jeff Goldblum, you, you, I would never have yeah. made it in. So I had to make a tough choice, and it was hard, between David Tennant and Jeff Goldblum. And I went to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> well, I went to Tennant's panel. Yeah. And that guy was hysterical. Well, okay, tell me about his panel. Okay, he, like, every single time that, like, he said something, people would cheer. They would applaud. And he'd be like, after a while, he's like, I'm not going to say anything right now. And you'd applaud it, wouldn't you? Asparagus. <laughs> See what I mean? But he yeah. talked about Doctor Who. Uh, he talked about DuckTales. He talked about Jessica Jones. Hold he- up. Back up. 
DuckTales? What does he do for DuckTales? You haven't seen the new DuckTales? No! Yeah, there's a whole entire new series of DuckTales. Is Scrooge McDuck in it too? He is Scrooge McDuck. (gasps) I just got a lady boner. (laughs) What? Yeah. I just rubbed my boobs when you said that. (laughs) Did you see that? (laughs) I just, for the people who can't see us right now, when he said that, I was rubbing my boobs round and round. Very excited. (laughs) I had no fucking idea. Yeah. There, and it's it's good. It's very well done. Does it have the little song, DuckTales? Yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. Where do you find this? It's on, um, oh, the Nickel, or the Disney XD channel or something like that. But I don't have regular cable. Can I get it, like, on a I Netflix I think you can get or... on Hulu or probably Amazon Prime. Okay. Okay. But... <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> you fucking nerd. I know. I love the lieutenant. <laughs> I really love him as uh, Peter Vincent in mm-hmm. the new Fright Night. Yeah. Loved him in that role. Anyway, go on. He was wonderful. He was delightful. He was pleasant. He was great. I mean, just gr- I can't say enough wonderful things about this guy. You want to talk about grace in a man. That He's like the definition. Yeah. I mean, he's just, just wonderful. Mm-hmm. He played along with the audience when it came for serious, like, questions. He actually... Um, took a step back and said, you know what? I can understand what you're going through. You know, things like that. And that is just a poise and an elegance that you don't see not just in actors anymore, but in human beings anymore. And, yeah. But some of the stuff that he said, like there's there's one with his doctor, one of his companions, Rose Tyler, gets stuck in an alternate dimension. And when he's saying goodbye to Rose Tyler, the TARDIS cuts out right at the very end of it that he was supposed to say and he looks at her and goes rose tyler i and that's it i mean it's it's a very chilling it's yeah it's it's the goodbye to rose Mm -hmm. but then she pops up again in another season Mm -hmm. and there's another bit that comes up and he whispers something in her ear it turns out it's a clone of the doctor but getting there is half the fun yeah. But the clone of the doctor whispers something into Rose Tyler's ear. And Rose, like, looks at him, puts his her arm around him, and just kisses him. I would have done the same. And this one person came up and said, Can you just tell us what the doctor whispered to Rose Tyler? Mm-hmm. And he said, he <laughs> got off of his chair, went over with his microphone, and he went, Rose Tyler, I brought the pizza. What? Everybody exploded in laughter. <laughs> Standing outside his panel, and you would hear the audience roar. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I now know what was being said in there. <laughs> people were losing their minds in there. Do you blame them? No. And they had they brought it up on the monitor finally. Mm-hmm. We could see, but there was no audio. And then every time they'd open a door, I would see... I would see him, and I would see the big screen of him. I was like, God, fuck, I wish I was in that panel right now. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, I left that panel, and then you went into Jeff Goldblum. How was, was Jeff Goldblum? He was f- fucking delightful and wacky. Was he as awkward as yes. I imagine him to be in real life? But it's a wonderful awkward. Really? Not one where you're like, oh my God, this needs to end. I feel sorry for you, awkward. Mm-hmm. Where... Yeah, it was not not a Danny Bonaducci awkward. No, not a Danny Bonaducci awkward. This was he wasn't even awkward. That's not even the word I'm looking for. He was just he's he, wacky is a silly word, but it's perfect for him. Mm-hmm. He's charming. He's delightful. He's wacky. Yes, he's full of himself. Well, how could you not? Um, be? I have a funny story about Jeff Goldblum that. My friend's family has all worked in the movie industry when they film here in Utah. Mm-hmm. And they always tell us really funny stories about the celebrities that they have to work for and on set. And my friend's mom used to be the driver for the celebrities, so she would drive them around. And hmm. her brother did all the sound editing and the sound work and all that. Her sister did, like, the accounting work. And anyway, they said <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was <laughs> so fucking weird. And he was kind of full of himself. He's a bit arrogant, but you know what? He's fucking Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. 
And they said that he would sit in his chair because, you know, they all get their chairs, their director's chairs yeah. or whatever. And he would sit there in between takes and he would read from a book and he would read aloud to anyone that would listen on his book. I'm like, <laughs> that sounds like Jeff Goldblum. And then I don't want to say the other part just in case he listens. I know he's not. <laughs> but, well, let's just say he's a bit of a ladies' man. Ah. And it was well known ah. on the set. So I'm going to leave it there. Awesome. But uh, anyway, he was just crazy and weird and silly and funny. Like the people just ate it up. Mm-hmm. And because his panel was only 30 minutes long, because they're usually like 50 minutes, 50, yeah. 55 minutes, um, the mediator was like, so well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have you, because people love this and people suggested this. They had him read tweets. <gasps> shut the fuck yes. up i love it when no, they do that like so, when they do it on um jimmy fallon yeah oh he, he god damn it so he was reading tweets that people wrote about him and if my memory was better i could tell you all the quotes it was hysterical it was so funny to hear him read and then he would read a tweet and then he'd go off on a tangent and it was just funny and crazy and he was all over the place because he was only there for one day mm-hmm. he was only two. there friday he was only there friday and he had just flown in from london because he was at the gq party for the man of the year mm-hmm. and he was given an award by tom hiddleston i believe really and and i remember seeing on instagram the photos so he was just there he flew in just for this and he was just hilarious that's a 16 hour flight yeah and he was somewhere else before and he was telling us like where he was what he's been doing and then he was talking about his clothes because he had on these really great velvet black pants god and he was saying and he says these are new actually and he was telling us about his shopping experience about the new pants and about his new coat and he was like what do you guys think and we and everyone was like wow Jeff Goldblum, you could wear a fucking burlap sack. <laughs> and he's six. He's gonna be sixty-six years old. He looks phenomenal. He looked fucking great, and he just was a delight. And I'm so glad I went to his panel and made it in. Yeah. Because, like I said, we were trying to get in. We were trying to get to the front by following the back of a David Tennant line because I knew we weren't getting into David Tennant. But I was like, if we stay here. And we get to the front of the line, and they, like, are barricading us out of David Tennant. I said, but we, if we stay here, then we can get in front of the line for Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. And it sort of worked out that way. So we stayed there, and then they realized you have a big mob, and they're like, we are no longer seating for David Tennant. And people were like, ah, like, fucking pissed off and shit. They're like, we are now starting seating or lining up for David, for Jeff Goldblum. And so they had the VIPs in one area, and they had us GAs in another, and they are like, the guy's like, hey, we're just going to put you guys right here. Because we had other people in line with us who did the same thing we did. Mm-hmm. They got in line for David Tennant just so they could be at the front of the line for Jeff Goldblum. And so we made you know new friends in line. Awesome. And so we were at the front. They're like, okay, as soon as they let the VIP and the ADA in, we're going to let you in. We'll open the – I didn't trust them. We'll pull open the rope. Nope. As soon as the VIP went in, they opened the line next to us that wasn't <gasps> there first. And they were letting him in. And I was like, the fuck you are. <laughs> so I grabbed my sister. Well, I just said, come on. And I fucking lifted the rope. And we just fucking beelined it in there. Good. I was like, go fuck yourself. We were in here. We've been in here since 2.30. So we got in. Awesome. Just to say, we were in the back. Because we just have to hurry up and get a seat. Um, so my, I had that one photo. But it was you can't even see it. It was so far away. But I see, this is why I do VIP every year. I know. I it, it was so much easier to go up to the I wasn't thing. planning on going. And be like, oh, David Tennant, there, scan my wristband, I know. done. And I love that. And that's what I told my sister. I said, that's what's great about VIP is you are guaranteed a seat mm-hmm. in a panel. And I said, but I wasn't planning on going until Paul Rubin said he was going and that motherfucker canceled. Yeah. Paul Rubin's, I still love you, but I'm really pissed off. <laughs> and you didn't give us a reason why. Like, make up some shit. Like, you had appendicitis and had to get emergency surgery. Yeah. Or your grandma died. Maybe she you had pneumonia. Sorry. Yeah, you had pneumonia. I don't know. It but... was court-ordered for Megan's <laughs> Law. I'm something. <laughs> I'm just so mad. So, anyway, that was his panel. It was fucking great. And then after Tenant's panel came out, my sweetie texted me. Yes. And she was parking mm-hmm. at City Creek. Oh, she brought her car. She didn't take the train. No. 
Ooh, she's yeah. brave. Yeah. So I went to go meet her at the front door because mm-hmm. I had her VIP ticket. Yes. Now, Thursday, when I did Bob Ross, uh-huh. I had a full, beautiful, magnificent beard. Yes, you did. Thursday night when I got home, before I jumped in the shower to get the stink of... No con off. Yeah, off. I trimmed my beard. Yes. And as you can see, it's significantly you shorter. You lost a, a, a person. I lost, between getting my hair cut and trimming my beard, I lost three pounds last weekend. I bet. So, anyway. So I go to the front. I find my sweetie. She looks at me square in the face. And keep in mind, there, you know, it's Friday afternoon. People are getting off work. The people that have VIP tickets are coming in, the GA, the whole lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. And she takes one look at me and she goes, <laughs> And then she starts to bend over. And she's still continuing to, like, hackle laugh about this. And she looks at this complete stranger and goes, Hey, you see this guy? Oh, my God. He looks like he's 12 again. What are you doing? And that's even with a fucking full beard. Yeah. Oh like, God. she's sitting there right in front of everybody, deliberately trying to humiliate me. <laughs> and it's like, God damn it, I love you. Mm. And I give her her VIP pass. I uh-huh. give her a kiss hello and everything. And she's in her Starfleet um, Star Trek dress, which looked great on her. It did. I saw it. Yeah. It was, oh, mama. <laughs> Let's just say when we got home, uh, permission to come aboard was granted. <laughs> Good to know. But she looks at me square in the face and she said, so what are we going to do first? And I looked at her and I said, you're meeting Brett Spiner. Oh, and yeah. she went, Ooh. oh, because you didn't tell her. No secret. Yeah. Yep. So and well, I told her, but I told her we we're going to meet him on Saturday. Okay. So we went down to Brent Spiner's uh, queue mm-hmm. and the security guard looked at us and went, oh, well, you guys have VIP badges on. Yeah. Let me get you up to the front of the queue over here. How it should be. Exactly. Yeah. And I said, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And the whole entire time, by by now, I've got, like, Lake Erie in the palm of my hand because she's so nervous. Aww. She was just tickled pink to meet him. And you know how, like, some celebrities, like, they're on the back of the booth there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'd taken his chair, moved it to the front, kind oh, of sitting, like, good. parallel with it. And she got a picture of Data signed twice because she picked the picture of um, Data and Lore. Another Star Trek, The Next Generation character where he gets cloned. And it's a very good episode. And the whole entire, like, you know, she put her name on the sticky tab and we walked up to him and everything. And, you know, he wasn't a snot. He sat there. He talked to her for about 10 minutes. Just about everything. And then finally he's like, oh, yeah, I owe you an autograph, don't I? Well, you know what? Since you got this picture of Data and Lore, you're getting two. To Rachel, a fine, a fine specimen of a human being. Signature, signature, and he goes, "You want to take a selfie? Let's take a selfie." Ooh, how lovely! So she took out her phone. He put his arm around her, took a couple of pictures, and he said, "You just pick out whichever one you want." Really? Yeah, just delight. And she was on cloud. Oh, I saw nine. the picture. Oh, she was. Oh, I, I can't tell you. She was just in heaven. Yeah. And he looked pretty happy, too. <laughs> he, yeah. Well, I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah. Look yeah, at her. She's photo. gorgeous. It was a good photo. Yeah. And then we started walking around, and she, we were walking around some of the booths, and she was like, John DiMaggio from Futurama? And I was like, yeah. You want to go meet him? And she's like, oh, I don't think. I was like, tough shit. You're meeting him. So we walked up to his booth. And she picked out the picture of Futurama, mm-hmm. walked up to him, and you want to talk about a nice guy as well. I mean, he's a little, a little gruff, a little rough around the edges, but man, just wonderful. And he signed him to her, bite my shiny metal ass. Nice. And then him, and then in quotations, it said Futurama. Nice. I was like, awesome. Because he had to clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> And then we went to his panel after that, uh-huh. and he was half an hour late because oh. he thought a golf cart was coming for him. And he was like, oh, shit. Well, I guess I better walk then. And it's hard to get through that floor. Yeah. 
And especially if you're being spotted and right. seen and all that. But finally he made it. And, you know, they had the... And it was one of the smaller mm-hmm. rooms upstairs. And, you know, the people lined up and everything. And after a while, like, he's like, I'm sorry. I thought there was a golf cart coming for me. There wasn't. I booked it up here. I'm sorry I'm late. But, you know, we're going to have fun. And he sat there and talked for an hour straight. Oh, good. And even when the volunteers, when they're holding up his hands for, like, five minutes left, two minutes left, he looked at, like, all of a sudden he went, two? What the fuck is that two? I got two minutes left? Bullshit. These people were promised an hour. I'm giving them an hour. People behind me can wait. There's not a panel after me. What's your question? Good. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Jack Goldblum was a little bit late. Oh, that sucks. But like maybe nine minutes, but That's... he stayed over like nine minutes because I think he ended at 448, mm-hmm. 49-ish. And we met some people on the train like going and then when we were going back, they were on the train too. Oh, awesome. And they were fucking pissed. They're like, we stood in line for Jeff Goldblum photo op for three hours. That, I am so glad that I didn't do any photo ops this year. Yeah. Because from what I've heard through friends and Facebook and coworkers, the whole photo op thing was a fiasco. Yeah. Like an absolute train wreck. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. He went missing. They couldn't find him. Really? And I'm like, well, he did get out of our panel at 448, and they left the line at like about 5. Wow. Um, Because they were, had been in line since 2-something. That's ridiculous. I thought, and he would, the husband was like, I want a fucking refund. I'm like, good luck mm-hmm. getting that. But yeah, he had gone. He was gone. Wow. Like, they couldn't find him. I don't know what happened, but hopefully he showed up for the photo ops and the autographs. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's what happened with that. But yeah, apparently it, it got so bad. People, number one, were waiting in line for two, three, four hours for pictures. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. And before, in the past, when you got your picture, you got the picture with the celebrity, mm-hmm. you walked down that little alleyway, mm-hmm. they had a printer there, mm-hmm. they printed it, and you were done. Right. Now, apparently this year, you took your picture, and then you had to go upstairs, because they were kind of trying to cor- mm-hmm. corral the crowd a little bit. Yeah. You had to go upstairs for your picture. Well, the pictures weren't coming through. Oh, no. So people were sitting there for another hour waiting for their picture, Finally, everything broke. Oh, shit. So you've got all these people upstairs in this little, like, alcove of a hallway waiting for these pictures. And then the volunteers said, my shift's done. (gasps) So the volunteers left. People had to wait literally until the next day to go back and not only get their pictures, but to actually find their pictures. Oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't do any of that. I mean, that 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 definitely could have been handled a lot better. Yes. So. That, that ugh, clusterfuck. It was just yeah. kind of disorganized. It, it it was little, yeah. I would think after these all these years they would get it together, but. Yeah, but if you, if you think about it though, I mean, San Diego Comic Con's been going on since the '70s. Yeah. And now, I mean, this is only year what five, six. Yeah. But then again, they've also had the. Like the pacifier events during the springtime. Yeah. So. I don't know. Anything else happened on set or Friday? I want to talk about your cosplay <laughs> and how great your cosplay. Thank you very much. You and your sister. I yes. mean, you guys were. It was her idea like a week before. Maybe even less than a week. She goes, I could tell she really wanted to do some cosplay. I was like, oh, I don't want to. I was just being kind of a grabby old bitch. And she's like, because we were going to meet Tim Curry, mm-hmm. but then I decided not to. He wasn't on the floor signing autographs. And he didn't do a panel. And he didn't do a panel, and you had to pay the $300 for the fan experience to get the signed photo. It's a pre-signed photo, the photo op, and a, like a slight meet and greet, like maybe a minute or two. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't want to pay $300. I love him so much, because he was the other reason I went when they announced him. Because they announced him about a week after Paul Rubens. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck, i got to go. It's Tim Curry. <laughs> uh, but then I just, I, I couldn't. I, I know this is terrible, but I felt so silly walking in cosplay and be like all happy. And then him being in his little wheelchair, like, I just felt bad. Yeah. Which I know he was there. But anyway, so because we were going to see Tim Curry, 
my sister, at first she wanted us to dress up as witches from the worst witch. I'm like, no, <laughs> because we have, those are very specific costumes. Mm-hmm. We have less than a week. I cannot sew. You can't just go in a witch costume because then you look a dumbass witch. Yeah. I love witches, but you have to have the costume from the worst witch. So she's like, well, what about Clue? I said, okay. <laughs> Number one, I was born to play Mrs. White. Yes, you were. I was born to play Mrs. White. I knew I had everything here except my candlestick. <laughs> because she did it in the candlestick. In the, yeah. You know, with the candlestick in the library. So everything I had on, I owned it. That's awesome. <laughs> and my sister was Mrs. Peacock. And we went out a few days before, and we ransacked savers and zurchers, and we put together, she put together her outfit, and so we were Mrs. White and Mrs. Peacock from Clue, so. Bravo. It was great. It was really fun. People got excited. They're like, oh my God, you're from Clue! <laughs> and it was, it was great. So that was our cosplay. And then we had really a friend come with us as well. Mm-hmm. Who unfortunately the Thursday of com or the Thursday of the event? Yes, the Thursday of the event. Burt Reynolds died. Yes. So our friend came as um, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good Burt Reynolds, but we were like his his wife was like he should have worn his red shirt, but I guess it didn't fit him that well. And then she's like, you need to like do his mustache and eyebrows black. It's like, offered on the train mm-hmm. if he wanted me to brush in his eyebrows and his mustache with the black mascara. He's like, no. So, okay. But it still looked great. He looked good. He looked good. And I know someone went up to him and told him, asked him if he was some character from Justified. Really? Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but, yes, we did have Burt Reynolds with us. Rest in peace, Burt. He did die on the Thursday. Yep. We found out when we were having lunch. Yep. At Whiskey Street. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty and funny. Then, and then when you said, oh, Burt Reynolds died, and I said, shut the fuck up. Are you kidding me yes, right now? Yes, you did. And everybody turned around like, what the fuck's your problem? They thought you were yelling at me. They thought we were having a domestic dispute. Oh. But we were just in shock about Burt Next Reynolds. time, don't burn the roast. <laughs> Bring me a turkey pot pie. <laughs> um, so Saturday. Saturday was a blast. Okay. Um. Yes, it was crowded. Mm-hmm. Down Artist Alley, it was shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, Glad I didn't go. Yeah, but I did go back to the haberdashery stand. Mm-hmm. Thanked them again for the bowl because it was great. Um, Saturday basically was just kind of like a just a dick around day. Yeah. So was, you didn't meet any these celebrities on Saturday. I, don't, I can't remember if we did or we didn't. I don't think we did. How was the Jason Momoa line? Out outrageous where did they put him they well they put him i we didn't see where they put him for autographs but the queue for like the pictures was in fucking insane like it was again it was like jeff goldblum people were waiting three hours yeah you know i love him but not that much yeah but yeah apparently like the queue for like we got there at i want to say it was about 10 a.m right and we scanned in for Brent Spiner because he was doing an ep- or a panel. And we just scrolled down to Jason Momoa and we tried to get in. And this was like 10 o'clock in the morning. His panel was already packed. What time was his panel? Like four in the afternoon. Holy shit. Are you serious? Yeah. People were waiting in line all day just for his panel? Pretty much. Oh my fucking hell. And you're a VIP. Yeah. Yeah. And that was... God, like literally an hour that all of the zip queue things were already taken up. Holy shit. Yeah. So so we didn't make it to his panel. We did make it to Brent Spiner's panel. Mm-hmm. And my sweetie, when we got in there, she looked at the line for uh, questions and there was only six people. And she's like, I should ask a question. No, I shouldn't. Yes, I should. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. And I said, just go up and do it. Go yeah. on. You got this. Come on go go on it's okay and every single time that like she got closer to the line she would turn around and look at me and just smile <laughs> like oh my god i'm so nervous i'd be nervous too and she walked up and she said do you remember like and she was a little you could tell in her voice she was a little bit nervous but she pulled it off very well mm-hmm. and she said do you remember the lyrics from uh, british tar and if you do could you sing some for us and he was like, I remember singing it, 
but I don't remember the lyrics. And, like, she got to stand, like, 15 feet away from him, and he's answering this question for her, and the walk back. And I still have the video on my phone. It's great. The shit-eating grin on this girl's oh, face. Yeah. I mean, she just tickled pink about it. What's British Tar? It's, um... It's a song on Star Trek The Next Generation, and they're in... It's weird to explain. I'll have to pull it up for you on the YouTubes. YouTubes. Yeah. Okay. So, but um, I don't think we... I think basically Saturday we got a lot of art. Yeah. Um, 13th Floor was there. I got a few of their Mm -hmm. stuff. Good stuff. Um, Bonswick, Meatloaf, David Tennant... Freddie Prince Jr. Um, yeah, we we only met like five or six people total, but the rest of it on Saturday we always just hey that's cool I'll take it. Yeah. Ooh, those almonds smell delicious. We'll take one. Is that an adult beverage? I'll take three, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was. It's easy to spend a lot of money there. Oh yeah, I I still I I'm very proud of myself. Um, I only spent nine hundred dollars this year. That's good. So. I yeah, I, I budgeted that quite appropriately, and I still have like sixty-five of it in my pocket. Nice. So, I did okay. <laughs> but the best, the best part, and this is like the best, like the best way to say goodbye. The Comic Con. I'm sorry, the event. Yes, the event. We just got out of Brent Steiner's panel. Mm-hmm. We were both kind of hungry. We both just wanted to go home. Friday, I on my pedometer on my phone. I had over 20,000 steps. Yeah. By Saturday evening, by like 5.30, I had 17,000 steps. Both of our feet were hurting. We were tired. We smelt. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to go home. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let's go walk around Celebrity Row one last time. Okay. So we go walk around Celebrity Row, and there's Barry Boswick again. Yeah. He's got one person left in his queue. We walked up, but and this by this time they're breaking down the panels, they're yeah. breaking down everything. You know, they're calling it, the people are like taking the tape up from oh, the queues wow. uh-huh. on the floor. And we walked up to Barry Boswick, and I was dressed up as Mad Eye Moody from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I had this like steampunk monocle thing going on, and this great long trench coat. But we went up to him. And I said, I don't know if you remember, you probably don't remember me. I dressed up as Bob Ross on Thursday. And he went, oh yeah, you got the picture of me in my corset. He fucking remembered? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you remember. We were, oh, oh, yeah. okay. And I looked at him and I said, you know, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much for coming. You know, I, I understand you're a busy guy, but thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here to meet us. And he went like this. He went, I am truly touched. And I gave him a good handshake, and I said, I do hope you come back in the future. And he gave me, like, the best squeeze of a handshake, and he said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this. Thank you. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. But did he ask if your little friend came back with you with the Rocky Horror T-shirt? I'm sorry. God damn it! <laughs> did he say he wanted to take me home with him? <laughs> Fuck! But as we're walking away, my sweetie looked at me and went, "Oh my God, you are such a gentleman." Yeah, she didn't know that. Well, if she didn't by now, I mean. Oh man. Oh, I didn't know that happened. That's so amazing. He remembered the fucking photo. Yeah. Because he had even commented. Like I said earlier, he commented on the photos we picked. Yeah. And that was the best way to wrap up that three-day geek Christmas. it was. But let me ask. Did someone buy those underwear? I don't believe so. And looking back on it in retrospect... I have the money in my pocket right now. I totally should have. You should have bought it the underwear. He has two kids in college right now. Too. I know. I know. Somebody's got to put those kids through college. And God damn it, it might as well be me. I know. That could have paid for like half of a book. Yeah. It could have. That's <laughs> awesome. That's fucking rad. Well, yeah. it was a success. Yep. 
I can't wait to do it again next year. I'm saying I'm not going next year because I got the big trip in June. That's right. We'll see. At the last minute, I might change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) So, maybe. But Fingers crossed. Yeah. It was a good time. Had by all. Yep. Yes. And that is the end of our show for this time around. Um, Again, if you have any questions, any comments, please feel free to email us, all lowercase, all one word, horrornightmovieclub at hotmail.com. We're still on SoundCloud and Google Play. Actually, let's make a correction. We had a major malfunction right before we started this episode. Oh, that's right. We did. We had some major problems on SoundCloud. Uh, We tried to download the, upload the episode that we did two weeks ago. It was having problems. It kept rejecting it and putting it on another account so i deleted that account but it deleted our main account yep so, so we gotta rebuild everything yeah, we gotta rebuild everything we've been doing this for about a year and a half now it'll be two years in december god has it been oh, two more years than a year already? and a half it'll be two years in december wow so we are sorry i am technic technology challenged so it's going to take me a long time to upload all these episodes. I hope I can still do it. So just letting you know that we are working on our major malfunction. But <laughs> yes, we are still here. And that's all we got for you. And Dory, as usual, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>